You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Colonel, I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. The clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the hordes. <laughs> Pretty much. I scream, you scream, and they just slip into depression. This is Twig. Welcome back to another week of gaming and stuff that happened. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I'm a wet paper bag. <laughs> That's so true today. It's so wet outside. Are you trying to fight your way out of yourself? No, no. If I was trying to fight my way out of a wet paper bag, there would just be holes everywhere. Holes, but no. No actual opening. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like a hole punch. Yeah. They're just like breathy air holes, but nothing to actually climb through. Yeah. That's okay, too. As long as it's not like a plastic lined paper bag. I feel like those would be bitch to get out of wet or dry. Or one of those um, newfangled hippie ones where it's like pl- uh, paper, but it's like coated in a really light layer of wax. So it's yeah. basically indestructible. <sighs> Try cutting through that shit. Like if you've ever wanted to see paper stretch like taffy, that's the bag to go for. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, <laughs> it's been a whole seven days. Uh, Morgan, what have you been playing? It's been a whole 14. It's been a whole me. 14 for you. Yeah. It's been... Uh, the game that you don't play, a Ugh. Fortnite. <laughs> is that exactly what a Fortnite is? 14 Two weeks. days? Holy yep. shit. Wow. Yep. Yeah, game I don't play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to recap seven days because it's a lot easier than 14. Fine by me. Uh, I've been playing Breath of the Wild again. Nice. Because yep. why the fuck not? Because it's an amazing Wild. game. Yeah, and I'm just like taking my time in it and like trying to get everything around the main things first now like being well prepared for the game and it's working out so far i only just now got to my first divine beast so like which is crazy to me because like the first time i played it on your wii u i got to the divine beast within 20 minutes (laughs) of playing the game well that's before prepping right that's before i knew exactly what to go for and this is like my sixth playthrough this goddamn game yeah so. you spent a lot of like a probably a total of two hours w- just while i've been watching being like i know i'm gonna need this later and i know i'm gonna need this later yeah <laughs> it's so impressive that you yeah, just like trying remember. to up my stamina my health bars first and all that um what else did i play before yesterday i play i've been playing spider-man again well spider-man not again but continuing spider-man because i have the dlcs oh so I'm like playing through the DLCs currently and I'm on the second of three episodes for the DLCs. Very interesting. I don't want to spoil any of them, but Felicia Hardy. Were those <laughs> the the free ones? No. Or, oh, okay. Oh, God, no. Well, because I know that they were like, we're going to have free DLC. And yeah, I just like. They never did. Weird. The free DLC is like one puddle. It's a big puddle, though. <laughs> it's the, yeah. That's the puddle that was removed. And you if, you walk, back in. if you walk into that room, it breaks the game. Yeah. Your PS4 just smokes to death. <laughs> um, then earlier this week on Monday, I needed some retail therapy. Nice. So I went and dropped $100 on Mortal Kombat 11. Premium edition. Okay, I was going to say, now Mortal Kombat 11 doesn't generally Well, no, okay, so it's the Steelbook edition. Oh. That also, it comes with the season pass. I'm not even like a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, but... You are a huge fan of Steelbooks. I am. <laughs> it's very pretty. Um, but no, I went to GameStop and Aaron was like, so this is the same price as if you get 
the basic game and the season pass. So why not just get the Steelbook version? I was like, sold. <laughs> if you're <laughs> you had me at this. Yeah. If you're knowing you, if you are already going to eventually buy the season pass. Right. Fine. Sure. That's the way I looked at it. I was like, yeah, well, even if I only play this game like once through, I'll at least get the DLC characters when they come out. That, and, and then it could be a fun option. And if we want something new for shock fights for charity. Exactly. Got it. Like, I feel like any new fighting game that comes out is great for us as a whole. Oh, for sure. So, like. There's such a variety in it, too. Like, I'm not great with Mortal Kombat games in general. Yeah. Like, Tekken is my jam. And even in Tekken, I don't fucking. I live in the shadow of Smurry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, like. <sighs> but. Is it Mortal Kombat that Metal Corey is very good at? Uh, No, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Metal Corey is really good at uh, Street Fighter and King of Fighters. Japanese fighting. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything that has like quarter stick turn bullshit. <laughs> he's so good at he's, them. It's like freakish. he'd probably be really good at skate, but not at Tony Hawk. Like he's <laughs> one of those kinds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I played that. I'm, I think I'm three quarters of the way through the story, which is, I'm actually paying attention to the story, which is pretty cool. It's a lot of like time traveling and... Mm. I'm it's have so to... hard. It's so hard getting back into it because I haven't played Mortal Kombat since like Mortal Kombat Five. I can't believe there's so much plot. And it's but like the I can't first, believe there's plot. The first uh, yeah. one came out 25 years ago. That's and to nuts. be fair, it's not just a Mortal Kombat thing. Like I couldn't believe there was plot with Tekken. Yeah, yeah. Or Street Fighter. Exactly. I, like, I thought yeah. these were just like games that people like. You, they're these are characters and they all look a little different and they fight each other and everyone has a good time punching. <laughs> but no, there's like actual characters and shit. I there's, think Melkor is the one that turned me on to that because he was like, oh, yeah, this character and started giving me like the back history of characters from Street Fighter. And I'm yeah. like, dude, what? There's a plot. There's so much plot. Every yeah. time I looked at the screen when you were playing, there was, it was like a cutscene, And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And well, like in like 11, they kind of fill plot holes from the last two because I guess they killed a lot of characters in the last two. Whoops. So the way they're like kind of retconning it, they're reverse Thanos snapping. Oh, good. Essentially, it, it's it's so weird. I, I can barely follow it, but the graphics are very pretty and it's a pretty decent game, even for a novice Mortal Kombat fighter like myself. Like I'm good at the arcade cabinets. I'm not good at console. <laughs> That's why they make the arcade fight sticks for a lot of people. Yeah, but I'm not dropping that money. Yeah, no, those are ridiculously Even expensive. Even 50 bucks for a fight stick, like. Yeah, you know 50 bucks, you're going to beat the piss out of it. It's oh, I'll break. snap it in the yep. first first go. You, you'd have to go with like one of the high end, like $200, $300 yeah. fight sticks that just like can take a heckin' beating. Right, yep. like the, the Capcom arcade yeah. that's coming out. I really think we just need to get a really like heavy duty fight stick set up, like arcade joystick and buttons and just build our own heckin' cabinet. Okay. Done. I'm into it. We'll just drop a MAME in there and... Done. Done. Boom. Uh, and then... So I played that. Um, I bought Quantum Conundrum. Yes, I saw you playing that. And I played that. Uh, I've gotten through... Two and a half... Well, one and a half rooms. I've got through the blue room. The blue hall. Yep. And now I'm working my way through the yellow hall and I'm I'm stuck. Oh, like God. I'm gonna have yeah, to like that's... YouTube this fucking this this one room. <laughs> oh, that I'm well, in. some of the puzzles are like that. Just, yeah, just tell me which one you're stuck on. I'll look it up and be like, okay, I found a walkthrough. I'm gonna walk you through it, so you don't have to look up a video because that's how normally we, I just IGN it. That's how and we play games. 
the one thing IGN's good for. Yeah, the, yeah. The old they're thing. a pain in the ass to find, but you can find them on IGN. And then when you do find them, they're like in a standard text document. Mm-hmm. Like no, ASCII. not anymore. Not anymore. Not on the on the app. Actually, that's so unfortunate that they don't do it like that anymore. I know because it's like so much easier to search. It, it not only is it easier to search, but like every single website is so riddled with like secret images and graphics that are even on a really high powered computer that can run anything you want makes it chug like a motherfucker. Right. And it's like, I just want to know how to beat this Pokemon gym or whatever. Right. Get the, get out of my ass. Uh, For those of you that can hear Bosco is trying to say, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) They can probably hear. Hi, hello. He wants you to know that he's been playing (laughs) fetch with sheepies this week. Oh yeah. Uh, It's one of his favorite games. He has it in three versions, uh, Mm -hmm. normal size sheepies, small sheepy and King sheepy. Yep. And they're all amazing. They are. They, they can probably he hear him. He also played Bath Time Simulator yesterday. Oh, I no. saw that. I on gave Snapchat. him a bath and he got all soaky wet and was very sad about it. Oh. But then he hopped himself out of the tub and got sort of dried up. He's afraid of the shower head. Oh. Like the, the shower itself, the mm-hmm. noise. So we can't shower him. We had to actually like little bathe cup him. and yep. He's the first old oh. man I sponge bathed. Oh. <laughs> and uh <laughs> hopefully the last. But um fingers crossed. And of course he was afraid of the dryer the hair dryer so we couldn't dry him off either we just had to like mm. towel dry him and then let him be a wet doggo that sucks because his fur is so thick that he was probably like a little damp for a while but <sighs> what can you do still damp what <laughs> what can you do anyway yeah um i'm, I'm building up to my last game right. that i've been playing uh i then uh what a quantum conundrum and i downloaded a, a free I know this isn't your field anymore, but a free battle royale game, <gasps> uh, Ring of Elysium. I've heard really good things. It's very pretty. Um, I couldn't tell you much past that because I played two rounds and then I was like, I want to play Quantum Conundrum some more. <laughs> yeah. My ADD struck, but it's very pretty. It's I think That's it's, the one a lot of people were playing for a while before um, Apex Legends came out. Yeah, it's it's graphically intense like my computer is like screaming at me <laughs> but if your rig is screaming at you it seemed it it's pretty fun of what i experienced um i died twice obviously because i'm not good at things like that first time was my own doing because i drowned <laughs> oh geez well because you can search for treasures and stuff and, like they'll tell you when there's a treasure and you gotta actually know what you're doing and I didn't know what I was doing. How dare you not be immediately good at a game you just started playing? Hey, that's what I'm normally like. But, um, yeah. I, Can't really. Eh, 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 eh. I'll, I'll probably hop into it again in another couple weeks when I'm bored or something else. Yep. And then finally. Yes. Yeah, that's all I played. And then finally, uh, last night, I went and picked up my copy of Days Gone. Yep. Oh, uh, heck. The game I thought came out like four years ago, but yeah. no one ever heard of. And like now it's actually coming out for realsies. Yeah. How is it so far? The the O face you're making right now. just <laughs> It's so good. Leaders it, have come. It literally looks like real life, like in the way that like really realistic looking games where you're like, this is a game, obviously, because everything is a little bit brighter or. Are we talking like PT levels of real no, life or like. No. No, but like, yes. Think about when the last Splinter Cell came out. Okay. And how realistic that looked. That level. 
Hmm. Well, like okay. some games are like very realistic, but you're like, oh, okay, yeah, the grass is greener than it should be, or the grass is brown and it should be in this setting. Yeah, the, the shading this, is proper. It looks realistic. And it, what is his name? Deacon? Deacon. The main character is literally his actor, Sam Witwer, who I love a lot. It's literally just him. Like down to the face, down to the eye movement, down to the mouth. They got the mouth good. The mouth actually moves when people are talking. Yeah, yeah. It, They nailed it. Some fucking Looking at you, Bioware. <laughs> Why do they fuck it up so bad? Uh, but no, um, Ben Studios did it, or Bend Games. I don't remember if it's studios or games. Either way. It's actually Bend Studio. Bend Studio did a great job. Yeah. Um, plain and simple. I, yes, there are a little, a few hiccups here and there. Like, earlier today, I was... Sneaking around, trying to like stealthily get past the guards. Well, stealthily kill these people. Were you dummy thick? I was dummy <laughs> thick, but I was stealthily like trying to like mark a target, and then all of a sudden, a character just pops up right next to me, like out of the ether. <laughs> yeah, there was, it was just like, like poof, all of a sudden, hi. a woman's voice was like, "What was that?" And I was oh, like, "Oh no, not Uh-oh. even that time. Oh there no, was another time too before that, <laughs> where he will. I'm at a door, and I'm looking at one guy aiming at him." And then all of a sudden you see, boop. <laughs> There's another guy. I was like, oh, great. So now I'm, I'm in trouble. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm in danger. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's heavily reliant on the sound that you make when you're moving around because they're zombies. It's a zombie game, essentially. And, like, they're sensitive. Not, not clicker sensitive to noise, but sensitive to noise. Yeah. So, like, the big thing is, is Deacon is part of a motorcycle, uh, motorcycle gang called the Mongrels. So, like, he rides a motorcycle around. And if you ride your motorcycle around and you rev your engine, you have a trail of zombies following you until you outrun them. Wow. And you can have upwards of 400 of them following you at one time. Fuck that. In game. And literally one of the hints, not one of the hints, but one of the game tips is sometimes it's just best to run. <laughs> Weigh out your options. It's like not comforting. Yeah. <laughs> but um it plays very much like um The Last of Us. It it it, it, it has looks, the Last of Us vibe. It like it's it makes me think that it's like the zombie Sam Witwer version of like the if The Last of Us and Horizon had a baby. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like the map looks is the same kind of map structure that Horizon has and like looks like the crafting and like choosing your weapon where it's like you hit the button and time slows down. So like don't take too long or you're fucked. Yeah. It looks kind of like that, but also like The Last of Us. I can't wait for the memes to start dropping of like, Colonel, trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. The clap of my ass cheeks keeps alerting the hordes. <laughs> Pretty much. But um... The game relies heavily also on day-night cycle. So, like, if you're having trouble dealing with a nest of zombies, wait, like, rest until you're at a different time cycle and it can be easier or harder. So, like, because, like, the zombies come out at night. They don't like to be out during the day. So there's going to be less of them out during the day than there is at night. So it's a lot easier in certain areas. Whereas the humans are more opt, more apt to be out at daytime than at nighttime. So like you got to figure out 
who you're going up against. And it's so it's like if I'm going out during the day, I'm probably going to fight some bad humans. Right. But at night, it's I'll, definitely zombies. Definitely zombies. And then like, so it's based in Oregon. So like, there's a lot of rain going on in the game, and rain helps like uh, stifle your your footsteps. So. People and zombies can't hear you as well, so you have a better chance of sneaking up on them and killing them silently, and it's it's crazy. I can't wait for a week from now when you've beaten the game. See that? That's <laughs> so I, I don't think it. it'll it'll be that it'll it'll take me Only a, week. a week. I think it'll take me longer because yeah. it's also open world, and I really want to like completionist this. Yeah. And they they give you like progress after every like story mission that you do. They give you progress towards other missions that you're doing. Huh. Yeah. Oh, boy. So here's to hoping it just, just gets better and better and undead. better. Yeah. That's it. That's that's all I've played. That's all I've got. Oh, sweet. A short list. Sarah, how is The Sims 4? <laughs> I mean, what have you played this week? Yeah, well, hilariously enough, I don't know how you knew. It's only The Sims 4. <laughs> <laughs> I had this weird feeling. <laughs> Um, it is, you know, Sims games are just like that, man. You, you start playing it and then you're like, this is all I can do. I'm like thinking about what a house would look like in I my sleep. I am your God now. Yeah. And I, I have a weird problem in the Sims 4. I don't know if it's just me or if it's like a game wide bug, but there's some of my Sim families where they'll just like stop and I can't tell them to do anything and they won't choose to do things. They'll just stand there and it's like, okay, you need to, like, your needs are going down. You have to go to the bathroom or eat or something or you're going to pass out or die or whatever. And they'll just stand there and they won't listen to my actions. And it's like, fucking stop it. You should <laughs> like, never have given them free will. I'm, I made a family of two lesbians and their their little demon son. And when you have that is a- so true to life. <laughs> Yeah. Go on. When you have a, a baby, or where you have a, a baby or a toddler, if they get hungry, a little message will come up being like, your your kid needs to eat or you, we're going to take it away. And that's very scary. And the, my kid was hungry and it like couldn't feed itself. So I was like, okay, one of the moms go, go feed the child. And she just stood there. And I was like, okay, fine. The other one, go do it. And she, they just stood there. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? You're like the baby that I just made. My perfect little son is going to get taken away. I have lost control of my creation. <laughs> it's so annoying. I think it's just a bug. Like I think somebody was interacting with something and it just like shut down their programming. So I've been spending more time building houses and then not doing anything with them. But I discovered that you can upload people and houses that you make to the the Maxis game library. Ooh. And anybody can just go, like, if you just search for, like, house, you'll just find all kinds of houses. Search for the characters with the last name with an I. <laughs> with an I. Yeah, Morgan and I made our a family. Our white trash family. A white trash family because there was there's one, like, default house in one of the worlds that's it looks exactly like a trailer, but it's not. It just has that shape of like long and rectangle. Like it's probably just a one story ranch, but it definitely looks like it, a double wide maybe. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a trailer. And she was like, that looks like a trailer. And I was like, sure, it's a trailer. And then we, I was like, wait, what if we together created like a mom who just has a bunch of kids in this tiny ass house and has no job, whatever. So we did. And the mother's name is B R I T T N I, 
Brittany, and their last name is with an I. Like, with an I, but all but one word. But that's their last name. That's yeah. their last name. So it's Brittany with an I. And then oh, all, the, <laughs> all the kids are going to have normal names, but we throw an I in there somewhere that doesn't belong. <laughs> like, the, the first kid's name is Hunter, but it's H-I-U-N-T-E-R. <laughs> the second kid's, Reginald with an I. Yeah, but the second kid's name is <laughs> I Helen, but I spelled it like iPhone. The oh, I Helen. No. <laughs> and it's I just, Helen with an I. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna keep going on like that. Oh shit. So I uploaded that family, and in the description you can put like hashtags so people can search for it, or just like any description you want. And it was just the mother and the original son. And I <laughs> uploaded it with just the description trailer trash. <laughs> and it has like five downloads. Why? Because people love your monstrous creation. <laughs> Why? It's so great. Oh, shit. And then. See, we should have recorded when we were doing oh, that. Oh, God, I know. And then this, uh, one of the girls that I really like on BuzzFeed multiplayer um, has this 100 baby challenge going on in The Sims 4. And she was like, I was thinking of upgrading this family's house. So if you guys make houses, I will look at them and I'm going to record a new episode on Monday with whatever house I choose. And she usually like go through the houses and pick her favorite and then use that one for the series until she needs to upgrade again. So I was like, I could do that. And my house could end up in a BuzzFeed video because I make I made two OK houses. <laughs> I think I have an OK chance because both of them have like 12 downloads each. So like that's not bad so i guess i just have to wait like six months for that video to come out and see if my house got chosen damn that'd be so cool they her videos are uploaded pretty they pretty are fast, but she so. she because there's so much that happens she records them like at least a few weeks in advance yeah. so oh it's great well you should definitely do like a uh sims stream sometime just like maybe for charity mm. do just call yourself like the trash god <laughs> but you got to like get someone that can do like an m&m sort of voice and just put like the i'm beginning to feel like a trash god trash god <laughs> it would be fun i would also really like to loosely like stream a black and white challenge or like a grayscale oh, challenge just because it's fun but a lot of people apparently have problems where when they're recording their screen, even if they change the colors that they see with their eyes, it's not recording the color change. Oh. So we would have to, like, figure out if that's a thing and then I mean, figure out how to fix case, it. I mean, if that's we can take it in post and just desaturate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, it, I mean, it'll have the same effect. It just, mm -hmm. it won't be true to life. But as long as you Whatever. can't see the colors and then right. we desaturate the f out of it. Right. But it wouldn't be fun if I couldn't see the colors, but everybody else could. Right. Because then they'd be like, you're making such a mistake with this purple and orange. I saw an artist <laughs> do a black and white challenge the other day where they just put a, an adjustment layer on top of their Photoshop and desaturated it. Oh. So they're like, I can still see the colors in the color palette, mm -hmm. but I can't see the hue once I put them on there. Because normally you can figure out, do these colors clash really bad? Right. Boy, did it come out, like, not great. She's like, this looks like something I would have drawn 12 years ago. Oh, no. Like, I thought the shading was better than it was. I thought these colors were different. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of fun, though, to, like, stretch your brain a little bit. Oh, for sure. And just be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm having a good time. Yep. Yeah, Bob Ross did the black and white challenge once. 
Because oh. he, he said, uh, he's like, somebody called into the show one time and what they said to me, Bob, I can't be a painter because I'm colorblind. So today we're using entirely grays. Oh, yeah. did I think he also did one that was like, I don't remember. I don't know the names of the different color blindness, but there's like one where you can see like yellows and blues are what you see the best in like the different colors. So if you use like a range of of these five colors, you can pretty much see a rainbow. Right. So they like did that. Yeah, I like that games are starting to include that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Destiny was one of the first ones I noticed that you could go in the menu and change to whatever the specific type of color blindness you mm-hmm. were, and it would adjust the HUD colors. Yeah, it, like not very many people on this planet are ever going to be colorblind. Like statistically, not a large part portion but of the nice population. To cater to. But like, if they can't see the colors the same way the rest of us can, that sucks. Yeah, guess who's <laughs> working at a disadvantage? Yeah. Ugh. That was it, though. What did you play? (laughs) Oh, boy. My week of games. Pretty good. I mean, we streamed Dante's Inferno, Mm -hmm. which we're most of the way through. I forgot how heckin' fun that game is and also how rage-inducing Dante can be. Yes. Because, boy, sometimes he does not want to listen. No. You fell off many, like, ledges and clips Sometimes it's funny because sometimes I just, I think I'm going to control the camera with the right stick, but it's a dodge roll. (laughs) So I try to turn the camera and he's just like, whoa! Yeah, because the the way the camera follows him, it looks like you're controlling it. It's just very smooth camera. So I didn't realize until you did that that it doesn't control the camera. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, it honestly, it's held up pretty well. Considering yeah. how long it's been since Dante's yeah. Inferno released. I mean, that game that game came out in like 2010 and it's still graphically like kind of holds up. Yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with how, how well it has aged. Yeah, even graphically, like the cutscenes are still pretty darn good. Mm. I mean, at this point, it's like looking back at uh, Beowulf, the animated film, <laughs> which at the time was like hyper realistic. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, that's definitely CG. Yeah. Um, so that's been good. I'm waiting. I'm excited for Monday when we get to hopefully get into Satan's floppy dick. Finally. Jeez. All up in our grill. I was promised Satan's peen and I haven't received it yet. Satan's peen and his peen beans. <laughs> I um, don't want those. <laughs> Decidedly, so, I don't. Uh, outside of that, I played a little bit of Dark Souls last weekend because oh, yeah. I needed the abuse. Yes. Um, I have worked my way. I forgot a little bit where I was going. For a minute, and then I remembered, and I was like, oh, I go this way. What was through this white light? Oh, it's the bell gargoyles. <laughs> and I went, I am not prepared for this fight. Uh-uh. I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, my God. And, like, my second attempt, I there's multiple bell gargoyles that you have to – it's not just one heckin' mm-hmm. enemy. So I'm fighting the first one, and you have a little while. Like, you got to get that first one down a good ways before the second one joins in, and – I was I destroyed the first one and then I'm like, OK, now we just got it. And then I got torched and I was like, well, <laughs> fuck, you like maybe that first one won't be revived. No, mm, no, they revive because like bosses, once you beat them entirely, don't yeah. come back. It's like bosses and hunter, not hunters. That's in that's Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Um, but yeah, bosses and Same other game. NPCs. Yeah. Like there's some NPCs that are that will sell you things. But if you accidentally kill them because they scared you then you can't buy shit from them. Like, <laughs> there is an old woman who hangs out in the sewers in that game who scared the shit out of me the first time I played it. Because you're just like going towards an exit and all of a sudden she's like, hello then. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> fucking slap her in the face. And in a game where everything else wants to kill you. It's, right. It's Don't, a bit crazy. It's like that whole like freaking, was it Bill Murray in uh, Zombieland? Yeah. Pretending to be a zombie. You yeah, don't do that during the apocalypse. No. <sighs> but anyway, so I played a little bit of Dark Souls and... Heck, I got 
I ended up picking up Deep Space Waifu World mm-hmm. because that came out yes. on Wednesday, I think. And I bought it like day one. And of course, I immediately messaged my cousin and I'm like, yo, game just dropped. You better hurry up and get the achievements or I'm going to beat you. <laughs> because every time a Deep Space Waifu game comes out, there are 69 achievements. Yeah. And I have 100% at every game so far that they've come out with. Yeah. And I like to buy a bunch of copies for all of my friends. Like, they, they're very good at making me spend $20, but really feeling like I got my money's worth. Yeah. Well, because you spend $20 and you get eight versions of the game. Yeah. And I spent $20 on one copy of the game because I want to give it to, like, 15 people. Right. So, like, and their games come out, they're, like, a couple of bucks. They're, like, just please give us a good review because it's the only thing that keeps us going. Yeah. But, and, oh, my God, the, the soundtrack, honestly, not the best work they've done, but not the worst either. Like, it's not Flat Justice tier, but it's not as bad as... I'm trying to think of like what was their lowest of lows. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> but same old, same old. Installed the nude patch mm-hmm. and played that last night. Beat it. 100 percented it. And then as, beat the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then beat it again. Beat yeah. it. Beat the game. Beat it again. Uh, it was a good time. Wash by all. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Beat the game. Wash your hands. Beat the game. <laughs> beat your dick. Wash your hands. Um, so that. That was good. Um, I liked, I think they missed out a little bit on opportunities as far as the characters go because it's Deep Space Waifu World because so far you've been going through like crazy planets and time zones and whatnot. And now your characters have come to Earth and they're searching for an ancient evil. (laughs) And my God, first off, this game is so self-aware and so good because like the bear, the main bear, and his shadow self that they were enemies the last game, they are working together now. And Bear looks at him and he's like, Aren't aren't we enemies? And he's like, No, they retconned that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, We have to be careful because our enemy has the power to retcon anything. So they deadpooled it. Yeah. I kinda dig that. And it's pretty funny. Uh it's very self aware. They agree that pineapple doesn't belong on pizza. But I think they lost a little <sighs> bit of um uh Cred- opportunity. Because even Annabelle was pointing out, like, they got a lot of cultural things right as far as, like, costuming and the way that the bosses were set up, which was pretty funny. Um, like, I think it was Brazil. Like, one of the bosses moves is throwing soccer balls at you. Oh. So there's that. Um, and <laughs> France, the, the your enemy was called Baguette. <laughs> and he just had a big twirly mustache and he threw baguettes at you. Ooh. It was real good. I mean. Um, but unfortunately, like, you could have made the the girls for the game more of that culture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they lost out a little bit on that because they just kind of look like the same white chicks they always look like, except for Brazil, who was a little darker skinned. So they yeah. Italianed it. Basically. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um. I mean, other than that, I have no complaints about it, though. It is a really good game. You never have really any actual complaints about uh, my only downfall. The, de- the only de- thing face. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna tell them in the review is like, where the hell did milk mode go? I want milk mode back. What milk mode is when you beat the game or when you beat a level. When you beat it. When mm-hmm. you beat it, you get to beat it again. <laughs> uh, no, so milk <laughs> mode is like you've you've won, you've hundred percented, you got like your five stars, you hundred percent clothes are gone and you've just got a giant naked woman there Mm -hmm. and now you have milk mode which you can engage and you can free scroll with your ship all over the place and just shoot white goop all over ah the the character 
So then it just looks like big old bukkake shower. Yeah. I mean milk. But it's it's definitely milk. It's definitely milk. Yeah. It's milk mode. Definitely milk. You want, her, you want her bones to be healthy and strong. Yes. You, it's it's important that we uh, keep an eye on osteoporosis in women. Yeah. But it's if important. they're lactose intolerant, you might want to use nut milk. That's what we're using. <laughs> Someone's out there in the fields milking them almonds. Yeah. Almonds are so bad for the environment. <laughs> Switch to oat milk. Nope. <laughs> almond milk. No, it's so bad. Oh, God. It takes like a gallon of water to make one almond. Oh, my. Wait. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We'll, we'll get into this later. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, true. that was pretty good. And I've also been playing my my Cthulhu virtual pet. Yeah. He's who like is a, now level five and he's a big old boy. He's a big boy now. You posted a picture of I got Discord a, the other day. Oh, he's changed since then because last night I found out I could get a different skin form oh and he is just heckin like ancient god cthulhu now i think he's sleeping though oh but wake him up yeah i'm, I'm stinky gonna, and I'm i don't like it up. i'm stinky and i don't like it wake up cthulhu oh my god yeah, he's an eldritch abomination he's terrifying i love him there was a cute version i could have bought as well but and when i say bought i mean i used in-game gold to buy it right i not I don't money. think there is an option to buy it with actual people money, which is great. Yeah. I've already paid my dollar to not have advertisements. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Morgan picked me up uh, Res Infinite. Yes. And I couldn't not play that. So <laughs> I played it last night after we got done. Oh, no, we didn't have a stream last night. So after I got done 100 percenting Deep Space Waifu and beating it, uh, I booted up Res H uh, Res. I keep wanting to say Res HD Res Infinite. Which I love because it's the same game as Res HD, but it has the actual plot before the game starts, mm -hmm. so you can know what's going on. Whereas oh. Res, if you bought it, came with a little booklet that would explain to you in so many pages. Oh, that's kind of weird. It was very old school about it. Oh, okay. um, I I'm going to have to use a controller to play it <laughs> because it's weird trying to control your character stays stationary and you move around your targeting and i thought that would be the mouse and i would move the mouse around and hold click to target let go to fire that would make 100 percent sense to me with the way that res is played yeah no wasd moves that around and then enter hold on with enter move it around target things let go and hold that on. fires yeah exactly those two things are on opposite sides of the keyboard <laughs> yeah and you don't use the mouse at all remap That's... it i'm i need to I was looking into the game options and they don't have like a default way to remap it to just use a controller. But yeah. I mean, I can I was feeling lazy. So I was like, I'm just going to play it like this. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start playing it and I'll be like, oh, this is a superior way to play this PC Master <laughs> Race 2019. Nope. But no, it's not. It's a garbage way to play it. So I'm going to either boot a controller into it or something. But ugh, it's so good. I put my headphones on and lost myself in the freaking ridiculous soundtrack. Hell yeah. I was like, I remember why I fucking love this game. Fun fact, the original Res actually came with a little pad that you would put in your back pocket or up your butt, and it would vibrate with the rhythm of the game. Oh. Um, the intention of which is like if you're sitting on your floor in your living room and you turn all the lights off and you're just playing Res and you have your sound like real good or you have headphones on, mm -hmm. between the audio, the visual, and that vibration, it induces a state of uh, synesthesia. Mm-hmm. Where you can like taste colors and yeah. smell days of the week kind of bullshit. Yeah. You can be on drugs without being on drugs. Yeah. And I'm a little bit sad that I don't have that. 
but I mean, it's not. We're just going to have to. I I have a friend. Dear Adam and Eve. I have a friend who <laughs> sees sounds as color, but like it's more like a a conceptual feeling, right? But like certain people's singing voices is like, like you saw the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. You know, the unicorn blood, how it was all goopy and silver. Yep. A lot of like singing voices, like Freddie Mercury's and like really high, beautiful voices like that. Are, they feel like that color. But like you could end up with the kind of synesthesia where nine is yellow. I don't know why. She just is. She's also a girl. And three is a little kid and it's green. I don't know why. There's yeah, no well, fun it's magical supposed power. To, it's supposed to induce it temporarily, not, yeah. <laughs> not ruin you for life. <laughs> Give you a weird, dumb, useless thing. Alternatively, you just end up passing out in your seat yeah. for like hours on end and waking up covered in drool, realizing you went into an epileptic seizure. Yeah. Like, also, guarantee that a lot of teenagers took those little pads and just completely masturbated with them. Oh, for, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. As soon as they, did, like, invented... You tell me that's not why the Mad Cat's controllers were heckin' sticky. <laughs> right? As soon as they invented vibrating controllers, a whole new race of, like, young teens into, a, like, grown teens were just like, ha, huh, okay, I get it. You get, like, the, the people that are playing Call of Duty, and it's like, you're 12, you're 13, you're actually trying to do good at the game, you're 14... Then all of a sudden the 15, 16, 17-year-olds are dying all the time and everyone's like, why are you so bad at this game? And they're like, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> they have a whole controller up their ass. <laughs> it's not that kind of multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, are you playing against yourself? No, I'm playing against my butt. <laughs> Here, oh, I don't want your butt controller. That's okay, it's yours. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, it's with that being said, let's... uh. Let's get ourselves into some games releasing next week. Some game. <laughs> some game releasing next What the fuck? Tuesday, April 30th, we'll see the release of Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, for Xbox One and Switch. I so now you too can know the sadness of MMO-style combat in yeah. a non-MMO. I tried really hard to find literally any other games that were coming out next week, and it's like... Maybe a handful of like shitty PC games that no one would have ever heard of, but nothing big. And I was like, what happened? All the good games are coming out in the second week of May or later. Ooh. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> at least we got one. That being said, we're going to take a brief break and we'll come right back at you with something. Hopefully it's news. Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. 
If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. War never changes, but our show does every week. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm going to throw it on over to Morgan for posterity and stuff. And as Pop... As Proxy said, this is for posterity. This is This Week in Gaming, episode number 107. We are recording this on Friday, April the 26th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, April the 27th. Yep. I am, however, going to pass this on to one of my cohorts because I have to go. Yep. Bye. Thanks for coming out. Okay, bye. Thanks. Don't forget to thank the Academy. Maybe next week I'll have a full episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You got to ease back into it yeah. half an episode yeah. at a time. Yeah. So... Ra, why don't you drop us into our first bit of news here, because I see it's something that's right up your alley. It is. And it's also, it relates back to the last thing we talked about last week. So I figured oh, it would be the first thing we should talk about What a full roundabout. Week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so a Slovakian online game store called yes. Pro Gaming Shop <gasps> has listed The Last of Us Part Two as having a September 28th release date. And I saw this and I was like, okay. Sure. Uh, it could be a plot. I'm going to, I don't, this isn't true at all. So like, let's just get that right out of the bag. This could be a plausible release date only for the fact that September 28th is a Friday and September is like in that beginning of fall boom of game releases, but it is implausible for many more reasons. Uh, Pro Gaming Shop has Cyberpunk 2077's release date listed as november 28th which is a thursday and is also thanksgiving so that doesn't seem likely um uh the cast and crew of the last of us part two only just finished mocap over this past weekend so i think last week i said that um laura bailey had finished and they just wrapped everybody else's mocap last weekend with no mention of how much of the rest of the game is developed so far so I also don't think that throwing together the entire rest of a game is likely in the next six months. Um, also, isn't Cyberpunk 2077 not supposed to come out until like 2021? You right? know, that's like the rumor. <laughs> that's like the thing that people are saying. Why would it be coming out November 28th? That's clearly just like a placeholder and they didn't think anybody would see it. Um, and you know, that's like when you make a calendar and you stop at 2012 and you're like, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. By that time, they'll just make new calendars. They're not going to need our calendar by that point. They're going to yeah. make ones with like pictures of cute puppies on it and stuff. <laughs> so, oh my Speaking God. of cute puppies, boy, does he want <laughs> he's, some attention of some sort. He's literally just crying outside. I'm attempt letting him come and join us for the news. Okay. We're going to see how it he goes. He might be good because he's a good boy. Uh, Sony, the further implausibility is that Sony has also not officially announced anything about the release date. If they would, it's probably going to happen at E3. Hi, Bosco. Hi, buddy. Um, if they are ever going to, like if it is going to come out this year, they're probably going to say something at E3, but not, not on some random Slovakian website 
Like, of all of the countries in the world. Slovakia? Like, no. That's not a thing. Um, oh, there he goes. He was distracted. There's no more Busco in the studio now. Um, I'm going <laughs> to... He still wants to tell you about games, though. He's really a fan of the King Sheepy 3. Oh, God, I know. I want to take this next one. Because it's it is the thing that I said static's gonna be happy because oh, I'm, I'm gonna so be ready mad. to rage with you. Yeah. And I haven't even read it yet, but I'm ready to rage. <laughs> okay, so a PS4 gamer who is referred to in all the articles about him as Rob. I don't know if that's his name or anything. Uh Rob has been temporarily banned from playing his entire digital PS4 library uh after being caught calling people the N-word, the F word, and Promoting white supremacy, among other things, on the PlayStation Network during online games. Which now, I have to assume that you mean the three-letter F word, not the one we constantly drop here on the show. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, the, the, the real bad one. All right. <laughs> the one that means cigarette in other countries. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, the one that you shouldn't say in, unless you only, are one. The, the one that's <laughs> only appropriate in, like, clans and church. <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you're a cultist <laughs> or a religious person yeah or if you if you like are a gay person and you're like that's my word that's totally cool <laughs> i don't love it but that's your life it's your um, life live, live live your best life yeah uh these actions and words are very clearly a violation of sony's playstation network policies when you sign up to any network any website anything you agree to a terms of service you agree to conduct, and if you break that, they will ban you. Um, That's how it works. Welcome so to the world. Obviously, he was banned from network activities like online gaming, but also apparently from his entire digital library of games, although he says that disc versions of games work just fine. That makes sense. Um, so, like, you know, when I don't know if you know, but, like, when you have a PlayStation Plus game and then you don't have PlayStation Plus and you go to play that game and it's like, we can't confirm the license so you can't play this. That's what's happening to his games that he's bought digitally. So he claims he's, he like posted a screenshot on some white supremacy forum, but that's what he claims that like the licenses are all gone because he was banned. I don't think that's a bad thing. Anyway, um, after his, he had a temporary ban, it's probably going to lead into a full ban. After his temporary ban temporary ban began, he admitted to emailing Sony back, because they send you an email saying you're banned for these reasons. He emailed them back with more hate speech and white supremacy. He like signed his email with like white power. Why? And he's anticipated that he's going to probably receive a permanent ban based on his actions. You can't do that. Um a lot of, I, I also want to say, this was last in my notes, but I want to say this first. He also has no regrets about what he said. He's only said that he can't play his games anymore. Um, he has no regrets about his actions, words, or his beliefs. And he has blatantly outright said, because I found like where he posted it. He blatantly said he is a racist and he has no problem with that. And he will continue to be one no matter what anybody says. <laughs> And it was only a matter of time before the words he said into the world came back to bite him. That's the fucking breaks, kid. If you are a racist. Congratulations. You were a shithead. Now deal with it. 
congratulations, you played yourself. You can't be mad. Like, for once, Sony is like, you did something shitty. We're banning you. You can't do that anymore. Not, not in my house. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of news outlets and people, individuals, are worried that Sony banning him from his digital library, if that is true, we only have his word and his screenshots to go off, um, are that those are going to lead to more policing of like speech and actions in the future. I don't see a problem with that, especially considering that Rub's digital library is blocked because a lot of people are like, well, if we're moving towards a more digital future, this can just keep happening. And it's like, if you're a racist, yes. If you break the rules, yes. And someone was like, this isn't how you punish people. This isn't how you teach them lessons. This isn't how you get them to see your viewpoint. And my argument against He's that. not going to see a viewpoint. He's not going He's to. There's stated a, that. There's a big difference between I'm 15 and like my parents are kind of loosely racist and my friends are kind of loosely racist because their parents are loosely racist and I have a really ignorant worldview because I don't know any better and I can be taught. And I am a 30 plus year old adult who says I'm a racist and I'm going to continue to be one white power. There's a huge difference. And the, the adult who has made their decision is not going to change their mind. Certainly not by being nice to them and giving them back their games. I don't give a shit. You broke the rules, bud. If I walk into a Wendy's with no pants on and they ban me, it's because I walked in there with no pants on and broke the rules. I can't blame Wendy's for kicking me out. It's, that's true. It's very accurate. I'm doing a lot of hand motions <laughs> to are. get my energy I'm, out. I'm waiting for you to slap the mic ground a little bit. <laughs> and everyone's just, like, oh, why am I deaf? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so, I think that like. I know, I understand like people are going to come at it from two sides and one side being like no one should be allowed to do hate speech anywhere, period. Yeah. Good job, Sony. And someone is going to have the very black and white opinion that you can't, you can't go and censor free speech. Yeah. It's like free speech applies to what we're doing right now. Me yeah. talking to you. It does not apply once it's in writing. And also it like, yes, we all have the, the right to free speech. That means that I am protected from the government. Yes. I can say not each other. I can not say private industries. Fuck the government. And they can't do shit because uh, I have free speech. Right. But if I told you to go fuck yourself, that's just mean. That's just a mean thing to say. That's just cruel. Yeah. And you That's like if, if you, you were to be like, you're a shitty person and call me some sort of slur. And I'm like, you can't use my internet anymore. And you're like, well, what the fuck, man? I have free speech. This like, isn't cool. That's not how this not works. Not my house. Yeah. And like, as soon as you also, like, like another thing is that once you sign like a terms of service and yes, clicking that I agree button when you sign up for anything is agreeing to that. That's you signing it. <laughs> that's, yeah. how, that's how that works. When Surprise. you sign a thing that says, I will not make, I will not do hate I will not speech. be a racist piece of shit. <laughs> I will not be racist and horrible. When you sign that and you say, I will not do these things, and then you do them, you are breaking the rules. You're you breaking, have already agreed to give up. <laughs> You've given up your argument. Yeah, you're breaking the rules that, that Sony was like, here are the rules, please don't break them. And you broke them. So now Sony has the power to be like, I'll just take all your games. I'm going to let you in my clubhouse, but you can't yell at other people and tell them that they're shitty. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, that's cool. Hey, y'all are stupid and shitty. Yeah. And they're like, okay, get out of the clubhouse. 
You can't just be like, I have free speech. You can't just come into the house of mouse spouting the N word. (laughs) You can't do that. That's not how this works. Oh, it like, I have heartburn right now. Just like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) You just got so, like, it makes me so angry. And like, again, freedom of speech applying directly to speaking to people. Yeah. The government's not going to come in, hopefully. They're not going to come in and silence me for saying one thing or another. Yeah, I do. I should point out. Neither will Sony. For for whichever NSA agent is listening to this podcast. it is. Thank you for listening, first off. Yeah, thank you. But it is like, if I ever say anything against or not super great about our government, that's just me. That's not us. That's not anybody else. That's just me. Come take me. I don't care. (laughs) Take me home. (laughs) Take take me. Take me to the Pentagon. (laughs) Oh shit! Um, but yeah, and then, that was it. You know, freedom of press only applies to the press, not everything you fucking publish on Facebook or. And no one's yeah. going. Oh man, now that Sony's starting to take down racism, I don't know how I'm going to find my good free speech anymore. I usually just yeah. search for my news on Sony. <laughs> right, like the PlayStation what? Network is where I go to find out what's happening in the it, world. And you know what's really funny is like this is just one dude. Yep. There are probably millions like him. That are still just going to do it. And because they and aren't start reporting. banning them. This yeah. is the digital equivalent of like mass genocide. But of I hate to say that, but like of racist. Yeah. Like, and that's just fine. When you're like, oh man, I wish we could just take everyone that thinks shittily and we could just send them to the moon. Yeah. It's like, we're basically doing that but digitally. Yeah. Like, oh, you say terrible things? Mute. I, I, yeah. I don't care that you bought a game and now you can't play it because you bought it digitally. I don't care. I truly don't care. I really wish that like I could walk into your house and break all your discs because if you're a piece of shit and you're like, I know I'm a piece of shit, I'm going to remain a piece of shit. You'll be the new psycho dad. I wish I could walk into your house and destroy your property. (laughs) That's just who I am as a person. And that's just fine. I'm not a racist. So I'm better than you. (laughs) God. (sighs) Does that make you racist against racists? Yes, that's how racism works. Because racism is a race now. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the races of the world and then racist. See, that's the funny part is like they really think like that because let's be real, at least in this country, a good 99.9% of them are white people. And they think that like being called like a honky is such an offensive thing. And it's like, do do you know what happened in this country 50 to 200 years ago. (laughs) Very bad things. Oh, boy. Stop it. (laughs) Just don't be a piece of shit for five seconds. Welcome to the cultural power hour. This is what happens when Morgan leaves. It is. (laughs) I literally Uh, have heartburn. If Morgan were here, she'd be going, uh, moving on. (laughs) She wouldn't have let me go on that long. (laughs) Moving on. I want to, I want to tackle this because you've got some good ones so far. Yeah, that's Uh, fine. Sega Genesis Mini. The Sega is going to be, or Sega, the The, Sega? The Sega. The Sega. Is going to be following in the footsteps of Nintendo and Sony and be releasing Sega Genesis Mini. Hell yeah. There'll be 40 titles released with the Mini, and so far we only know 20 of them. Uh, we got Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines. I'm loving everything I'm hearing so far. Yes. Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl. I'm sold. I'm sold at Toe Jam and <laughs> Earl. Uh, Comic Zone, Altered Beast. Shit, I'm down with this. Yeah. Oh my god, it gets better. Gunstar Heroes, Earthworm Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Contra Hardcore, Thunder Force 3, 
Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master, Streets of Rage 2, and Landstalker. That is an all-star heckin' mm-hmm. lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Genesis Mini will release on September 19th. Comes with a $79.99 price point uh, until about a week after it releases, and they realize they need to drop it to $49.99, and then Morgan inevitably gets very upset. Oh, we're not buying this one on launch day. I guarantee you that. I really... (laughs) Uh, Go on. It's based down to the first model of the Genesis Japan, the Mega Drive, that released in 1988. And comes with two three-button controllers, just like its original version. Yep. I went to look up a picture of of this of the original first model that it's based off of because I had the I learned I had as a kid the model two Genesis, the the all black one that has six buttons and a D pad on the controller. And I so I'm not. I wish that this was the model two because that's the one that I had. But now I finally understand what Annabelle was feeling. What Annabelle and many people were feeling when the SNES and the NES Mini were coming out, when the classics were coming out, because this is what I had when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? So, like, I finally understand that's that That's how feeling. I felt when the PlayStation Mini was coming out. Yeah, and it was so bad. But at and least this has at least, like, ten good games honestly, so I'd far. Honestly, I'd still get it just for Intelligent Cube. And this is only half of them. I'm so excited. Even though it's not the model that I had... I'm very excited. I We will wait probably a few months after it comes out to pick it up because I'll be damned if I'm spending $80 on the two games I'm going to play <laughs> that I own on four different consoles. Oh, I'm so, so amped. Yeah. I, I really wish that I had the money to drop on an NES Classic and a PlayStation Classic so I can add the Genesis Classic to my list of small, tiny game systems. Mm. But... Alas, I can honestly tell you right now. the PlayStation Classic is not worth any of the money that it costs. I still want it. If it was twenty dollars, it, it feels super cheap. Yeah, like I picked up your you guys when I was up there, and yeah, I'm just like this is like someone took a Raspberry Pi. It, I think it is stripped it half of it away is. and then put it inside a cheap plastic case. The only cool thing about it is that I was watching a a um a dehousing of like the the system itself and the controllers and the controllers are literally like a regular micro USB cord running through the top of the controller and then around some pegs to, to keep it sturdy and then just plugged right in. So like at least the cords, if they ever broke, you could just replace it real easy or fix it probably. But that's the only like cool thing because the games just like weren't good. There were so many games that came out on the PS1 that they could have gone with, and they just didn't. There's also, like, with the amount of storage space we honestly can, like, is possible. Yeah. They definitely could have packed a lot more Sony Classics into it to make it really worth the $100 price line, price point that it was initially. You want a solid piece of $100 hardware, the Ouya is sitting right there. Yeah. And I'm going to promise you that the Ouya, you could bludgeon someone to death with that thing. It is sturdy. Yeah. And... It was well worth it. Honestly, I got I feel like I got my money's worth out of my Ouya. Yeah. Before now it's just it's it's a cool thing I get to keep around and be like, hey, it's kinda like the uh Nintendo's Virtual Boy. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not gonna use it now because it's gonna give me a headache, but boy was this cool. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of neat to say like you're one of the only people on the planet who will ever own a, an Ouya. Yep. There aren't there can't be many. <laughs> They're not gonna make more of them. You know? Probably not. I'm waiting for the day. I hate to say it, but I'm waiting for the day that the Ouya 2 comes out on Kickstarter and I'm going to be the fool that's like, I'm backing this again. Yeah. 
because I'm just I'm a hopeless, a hopeful, <laughs> a hopeful dreamer. A, a fool is you. A fool is I. Uh, so moving on from there into some Overwatch news. Overwatch workshop mode. Yeah. Developer update for Overwatch was posted this Wednesday when Jeff Kaplan shared some details about an upcoming workshop mode. The workshop mode will give players tools to prototype their own heroes and build their own game modes. Kaplan gave a few examples of custom modes. Molten floor mode, where touching the floor of a map would set the hero on fire for as long as they are touching the floor. Or improvements to custom hide-and-seek games. But, like, there's the so many things. The floor is thing- lava. Yeah, but there's so many things that are possible. I wonder if the floor is lava is, like, trademarked somewhere and they couldn't use that. I don't know. Uh, the workshop will also come with a workshop inspector which is a custom debugger that will allow players to test their projects and see why certain errors are happening. I'm into that. Yeah. The workshop won't allow a custom geography or art, and work created in the workshop for the PTR will be able to be saved and transferred to live servers. For the life of me, I could not find a fucking release date for this. No release date. Nobody knows. Um, I looked on the Overwatch website. I read every article. I could not find one. Interestingly, though, it looks like what this mode is is just like some scripts and it's like if then like if touching the ground then fire (laughs) so it seems like fairly simple to do so that's cool but i'm gonna keep an eye on it and see if i can figure out when the hell this is gonna like come out because i don't know i try (laughs) i'm gonna let you jump into this next stuff because Great. More more you things. I really wanted this to be the first thing, but I really also just wanted to bookend last episode and this episode. Uh, so Days Gone came out yesterday. Well, came out today, but you could probably pick it up last night if you approved it at GameStop. Uh, it will be getting free DLC in June. Um, there will be a new survival mode difficulty and new challenges involving the bike, the zombies, and combat. I don't know quite what that means. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's like not a DLC in the way that like it's just an update that they're calling DLC. Like hopefully there's just more to to it than this is a survival update. I don't know. Uh, and there's no set release date yet, but sometime in June. So not that long. I'm also going to let you take the next one because it's a sentence. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 now has a release date, Friday, June 28th. So <sighs> we'll be reminding everybody of that the week before it comes out. But yep. Just so you know, if you're super into Mario Maker. Yeah, you have something to look forward to. I was really it, into it when we got it for the first week. I think two is going to be way better than the first one. And the Super Mario Maker 1 for the DS got awful. <laughs> See, it's the, the thing, worst thing the I've thing ever done. The thing I think they were missing was the ability to adequately search for levels mm-hmm. and save them to a favorites list. Yeah. So I could go back and replay them. Because there were so many levels I like accidentally stumbled across and I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to play this ever again if I shut this thing off. Yeah, the search function is like ov- it's overwhelming. Garbage. It's absolute trash. It's a dumpster fire. And yeah. I hate it. Hopefully this is going to be better. <sighs> and then lastly, lastly, Epic Games. Timothy McSweeney, Timothy McSweeney, that's not his name. Uh, Tim Sweeney, CEO of Epic Games, said this week, very casually and not on any sort of professional platform, that Epic will end the practice of finding exclusive games for the Epic Games Store if Valve would match Epic's revenue share with developers on Steam, which is 12% of revenue instead of Steam's 30%. 
Yeah. If this ever happened, Epic Games would honor its current contracts with games that have not yet been released. Tim Sweeney said on Twitter, such a move would be a glorious moment in the history of PC gaming and would have a sweeping impact on other platforms for generations to come. Then stores could go back to just being nice places to buy stuff rather than the game developer IRS. Which is like so... I love that quote. It's so funny. And I feel like he maybe has his head in the clouds and he just has so many good ideas that he wants to like make a thing. This is the and type I of think guy it's that creates a good like thing. freeware. Yeah. He's like the Linus Torvalds at this point. Of, can't believe Tim Sweeney is like good guy 2019. That's a little crazy. <laughs> like I understand that Valve needs to make money and like Epic is probably rolling in more money than they know what to do with off of Fortnite skins that they come out with like mm-hmm. every month. Fortnite or Fortnite. Epic Games also has like a massive staff that they are not afraid to work 48 hours a day. That is also like a huge problem. If um, you're making enough yeah. money, you can either afford to give people like time like a regular ass work day or hire more people. So if you need to have your, your engines chugging 24 hours a day, then you have three shifts of people who all work eight hours. You're making Fortnite money. You can afford to do that. You so that's not cool. I don't know what that's about. Epic. Well, I think it's uh with game development. It's probably not as simple as like factory work where it's just like, okay, now you stand here and push this button for yeah. eight hours. Because, like, whoever's, like, head of development has to command the entire team. So, like, well, yeah, I don't I, think they can do shifts. I don't know. I, I, don't I, know would imagine, I would imagine if there's, like, a team of ten people, say, and it's like, okay, we're all doing our own thing. You do it for five hours, and then I'll do it for five hours. You know, I feel like if you just thought – if anybody thought about it for, like, a week, they could probably make it work. Probably. But – yeah, you'd have to get someone in there. You got to get those crazy people from the business world that are like all lean manufacturing Six Sigma and like get them in there to fucking green belt up whatever is going on. These are all the business slang terms I know. If you understood any of those. Sorry. I understand why you're a gamer. <laughs> um, so that being said, uh, it's important to note that the only exceptions to Steam's 30% revenue cut are games that make over $10 million, in which Steam receives a 25% cut, and games that make over $50 million, Steam receives a 20% cut. That doesn't so make they, that mathematically doesn't make sense. Your game made more money, so I'm taking less of it. Yeah, because they don't need as much of it. But, like, that's but nuts. But it also, if you make a game, you make sarah's god tier trash farm one and then that's a game and you put it out there and then you're selling it through my proxy market and then you're like ah cool and you make what was the what was the cutoff here more than 10 million so your first year you've made nine million dollars because people hecking love your game yeah and i'm like okay i've taken 30 percent of that is it like okay now you broke 10 that 10 million do I go, oh, well, now I have to give you back some money because 25% of 10 million is less than the 30% of 9 million that I had already taken? Probably. Or is not. it just like, you've hit 10 million, now I take less off of every game sale? Oh, you hit 15 million, now I take less off of every game sale? Yeah. It seems really weird. I think that's probably how it works, but like, probably. It, it is kind of one of those things. I think Tim Sweeney's on the right path where it's like, guys, we run an online game store we don't need to make a shit ton off of other developers we want other developers to feel comfortable making something and putting it out there and being able to actually make something back with it yeah it's crazy i in like his twitter thread about it uh, he said something about how epic 
out of like actual game sales only makes like 5% of actual profit. So it's like, cause you know, most of that 12% is going back into like keeping the lights on and shit, but like, that's nuts. So then steam's actual profit must be closer to like what? 15% probably. Maybe even 10. I don't know. I don't know math. I don't know how things work. Nobody hired me to do math. That would be their mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Uh. It's just, I, I, like, this is just an offhanded thing that he said on Twitter, which is great. I think that he, as CEO, you know, maybe he does have the power to be like, hey, uh, don't work 24 hour days anymore. Go to bed. I don't know. I don't don't know know how they run the business. I just know that like that was a lot of the reason that Bungie was concerned because Bungie wasn't doing crunch time. Yeah. They were taking their hecking time. And that's how you make good To try and get the contract fulfilled for Destiny 2. Yeah. And like humans are only. Arguably it didn't go so well. Humans are only. I have two things. Humans are only productive for like six hours at a time. Yep. After that, it's like our brains are just shut off. And we're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why bother? Just have, even just have like, okay, six hours here, six hours there, six hours here, six hours there. Uh, Give people like, I feel like free time. I was talking about this with one of my coworkers. I was like, I feel like if I ran my own company, it would either be amazing and we'd be the most productive human beings on the face of the planet, or it would go under very rapidly because I would only work people like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, four hours a day. Yep. Because that's like, that's the amount of time I think people can be like, all right, I didn't have to get up at the ass crack of dawn. Mm-hmm. I can go into work, and I'm say I'm working ten to two. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is cool, and I have a lunch break in the middle. Like, yeah. I can be super productive, then go to lunch and hang out with the cool people that I'm around, and then be super productive again. And it's like maybe Monday you came in and you were working on your Monster Factory video, knockoff Monster Factory video, <laughs> and monster, like, you got really into it, and all of a sudden you're like, fuck it, six o'clock. I worked four hours of overtime. This is weird. And then it's like, okay, well, do you want to take Friday off? And you're like, fuck yes. Yeah, it's like I, my job right now, I only work, we'll say 20 hours a week. And that's just fine because I know that any more, like 40 or more hours, it kills me. Yeah. My, my last two jobs were 50 plus hour weeks every single week for like at it least a month at a time. So it, long for the factory to realize that if you work people 56 hour weeks, suddenly you start getting product back. Because it's potentially going to kill someone. Yeah. I, I At the factory that I worked at, we were just making candles. And it's like, this is literally the lowest end of the rung as far as factories go. They're candles. They're not anything that's going to save anybody's life. They're if candles. If anything, they're going to make a house go up in flames. Yeah. It's probably going to cause somebody's death. And oh it was still such a big deal. And it's like, I not only was I working 10 hours a day, but I had to be there for 12 because my roommate worked a different shift than I did. So I had to go in with her and then wait. So it's like, there goes half my life where now it's like, do I have a lot of free time? I can wake up, not at the ass crack of dawn. I go to work. I come home. I have a lot of free time in the afternoon and evening. And then I watch the stream and I go to bed. In theory, I do, but I also have ADHD. So sometimes I just sit on the couch and suddenly it's 10 PM. I don't know how it happens, but it's like, you can't do that to people. It's so bad. I have like permanent damage <laughs> from like working so many hours for like six straight months. Because even though it was Christmas Eve, somehow we still had to get the Christmas candles out. And I was like, that don't make any fucking sense, Jeremy. 
Oh, God. Fuck that guy. So not entirely game related and not a sponsor of ours, but I just wanted to put it out there because I found out today because I read through um, the endling book one, Mm -hmm. the last. I just finished my second go through of the audiobook, Mm -hmm. and book two comes out on the seventh and Mm -hmm. I already have it pre-ordered because I'm a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Uh, I'll be getting the audiobook copy. Annabelle's getting the physical copy. Uh, we're not sponsored by Audi- Audible. I wish we were. That'd be but, great. Um, I would use Audible. They apparently, if you have a membership, like when I last was a member with them, which was a while back, mm-hmm. like you get your one free book every month. And it's like, that's cool. But I get through that book in like two days because I have time to listen to shit on an eight hour work schedule. Yeah. I'll listen to like, I'm pretty sure I've gone through Fahrenheit 451 like six times. I know. I wish I could listen to audiobooks because then I would actually oh, read them. They're, I love them. Um, but that being said... They now you get your one free book and then every month now Audible has like a list of six books that you can choose two free from that are Audible originals. You won't find them anywhere else. Oh. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I just that started cool. listening to The Dispatcher, which is read by Zachary Quinto. Oh, I love him. His voice is so good. Mm-hmm. And it's also a really interesting story. So now, now I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm hooked. <laughs> um, but if you're looking for something good, uh, I am going to, however, even though we're not sponsored by Audible, I am going to plug AJ Baki because yeah. AJ Baki has some real good books and a good handful of them are already on Audible. And if you're into gaming, check out The Hidden Level. That is on Audible by AJ Baki. It is the first in the Hidden Level series narrated by Mary Ann Weathers, who does wonderful work. You should just, just check it out. Check it out, yeah. guys. It's pretty cool. I have a I, – I wish I had known – I didn't know this. When you publish a book through Amazon, you don't get paid quite as much when you when somebody buys a paper paperback version yep. versus an audio – versus I, an audiobook or like the Kindle version. I didn't know and that really sucks. So I own a paper version of one of the books. And uh, I think Magic I, is to Dance, I believe. Yeah. And I think I own like six of her other books on Kindle. I haven't gotten around to reading any of them yet because I'm a trash person who doesn't read anything anymore, but I own them (laughs) and it feels good to be like, I bought that. Even if I never read it, I still bought it. (laughs) Yep. I was actually working on reading Hidden Level book one. I have a physical copy that I bought Mm. and then I rebought it again as a collection of four to get all four parts of the, um, the Hidden Level series. Yeah. And I love that Audible has like the, or Audible, that, um. Kindle has the ability to change your text mm-hmm. so that it can be perfect for people who are dyslexic. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's just called dyslexic font. And yeah. it's similar, but not too similar to Comic Sans. Like the letters are just different enough and wonky enough that your yeah. brain doesn't confuse a G with a Q. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's it's like it like weighs them down so they stop moving around. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And I never heard it put that way. And it's so good. Yeah. Well, because somebody... Uh, I saw it on Twitter, I think. It's a it's a gif of like a website that that moves letters around in words to show people who aren't dyslexic what it's like to be dyslexic. And then it's like advertising one of the dyslexic friendly fonts and it literally has like odd bumps on some of the letters to like not only make them a distinct shape versus like a Q or an O. Who the fuck? I, I don't know what a Q looks like. <laughs> but like that odd bump makes it like stay where it is. <laughs> And apparently it works really well. So I was like, that's cool. Also, if I had dyslexia, holy shit. I don't know how anybody deals with that. Because I've never experienced it. But like seeing something like kind of um, imitate it, I was like, I have a headache. 
<laughs> yeah. I now kind of understand. Like, I've never been diagnosed dyslexic, but I definitely have those moments where I'm like, my brain just completely fucked this up and I don't mm-hmm. know why. And I don't get that with Comic Sans or with this font. Yeah. So like, I have it with numbers, but like, I don't, I just avoid numbers. You can't avoid you, words. <laughs> how do you avoid numbers? The universe <laughs> is written in math. <laughs> Like, it also helps that I see numbers as colors. So like perfect. Even <laughs> even when they're all swapped around, I'm like something mate right here because this shouldn't be green, blue, green. <laughs> oh, crap. Well, anyway, yeah. If you want to check out Audible, it comes with like audiobooks now. Yeah. Uh, which, audio. Wow. It comes with like free Audible <laughs> exclusive. God. Damn Did it. you know that this audiobook program comes with audiobooks? <laughs> Did you know you could read things on Kindle? Do you know you can read things with your ears? Did you know? <laughs> I mean, there are hard. You can also find AJ Baki's books on Kindle if you want like audiobooks for the deaf. That's yeah. the Kindle version. Yeah. So anyway, before <laughs> I say anything else really stupid, uh, again, not sponsored by Audible. We don't get anything out of that. I wish they were. I, hate, I just want to support AJ because her work yeah, is awesome. I hate Amazon as a corporation, but like, <laughs> if Audible was like, "Hey, you want to be sponsored?" It'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" Heck yes. They won't now. <laughs> That's for sure. Ugh. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again at you next week, maybe with a full week of Morgan. Who knows? Hopefully. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Until then, happy gaming. See you. This Week in Gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.